Hello, welcome one and all to the third ever Media Made Awards. QQs! QQs! I am your host this evening, Rod, and I'm joined by... Jess, I'm just here. <laughs> You're the special guest. No, 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 no. I'm just here for the spicy beer. Okay. And uh, yep, this is our uh, regu- semi-regular Media yeah. Made Award show. We call them the QQs because uh, we tend to award... Uh, qualitative and quantitative awards to to the various movies, music, and TV that we've consumed for the show. Yes. Specifically, the movies, music, and TV that we uh, consumed from the past, like, five years of shows. Yeah. You know, like, uh, 1995 to 1999, the late 90s QQ Awards. Yeah. It's a good little bookmark. Yeah. It was, you know, like, late 90s is, like, my childhood. You mm-hmm. know, I just, like, the golden time when <laughs> when everything was carefree and... You know, there were no troubles in the world for me. <laughs> Other well, than like, you know, wanting more Pokemon cards or that's something. That's true. Ugh. I was talking to my friends today about like how they don't tell you. They tell you, don't grow don't grow up too fast, you're gonna miss this, but they don't tell you how harrowing it is to be an adult. <laughs> I was like, hey, maybe a stronger warning. Maybe a stronger warning? Maybe. That'd it, be nice. <laughs> it hits hard and fast. Oh, but yep, that is uh that's that. So that's the introductions out of the way. So why don't we jump into the awards? Splash. <laughs> so the first block of awards we're going to talk about are the movies, movie awards. Hey, I'm cranking a film right now. Guys, I'm drinking spicy beer. So bear with me. Okay. So just to refresh everybody, the movies that we watched for the late 90s include A Goofy Movie and It Takes Two for 1995, mm-hmm. Jingle All the Way and House Arrest for 1996, mm-hmm. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves and Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion for 97, Mulan and Practical Magic for 98, and Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace and 10 Things I Hate About You for 1999. Quite a quite a spread there. I had a good year. I had a good, <laughs> good five years. You had one good year, maybe. What? No, I didn't. I have Romy. I've got 10 things. I got practical. I got I got arrested. I heard in two, a house. I, I see two two winners there. It takes two. <laughs> it takes more than two winners. Okay. But yeah, so I have collected a bit of data for the quantitative awards. Basically, I have uh, certain we have certain uh, criteria that we looked at, you know, uh, good things and bad things, you know, that have definitive number based winners. The data supports this. And then after <laughs> we get these out of the way, we could talk about like our own opinion. Yeah. The qualitative awards, the, if you will. The awards that make mean the most they're the most important yeah because it requires deliberation yes uh, the first set here just required a bit of research which i did yeah and you know some of these are gonna make you mad some of them are gonna make you sad no some of no. them are gonna make you say yeah that's about right no <laughs> are we gonna have another peewee winning way too many awards we'll see <sighs> anyway so the first quantitative award of our set here is the best box office number award that is the movie that made the most money i'm gonna say um, it's not. It's not hard. I was gonna say Jingle All the Way. No. Why? It has Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's a big old draw. It, it wasn't the worst, that's for sure. But no, like one blew everything out of else out of the oh, water. Oh, Mulan. No, Mulan because it was such a not a even great... Mulan. No, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the movie that won, I think, beat Mulan a thousand fold. Ugh. I'm serious. Stupid neckbeards. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, the best box office number <laughs> award goes to Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. With a total box office return of altogether, all of its re-releases and everything else, $1.027 billion. Goodness. Against a budget of $115 million. It oh. made its money back like a thousandfold. Oh my gosh. That's... <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. I tried to forget about it. I had to look down my list. And I was like, what? What outdrew Arn... Oh no. Star Wars. <laughs> so, thanks, Annie. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. <laughs> I'm sorry. People, people were excited about it, and then some people were disappointed by it. I mean, that's got to be. That's just what hype's all about. Like, yeah, people you're gonna... were buying tickets to this movie before it even came out. Mm-mm. Waiting in line, camping. Yikes. Yep. Anyway, on the other side of the coin, we got the worst box office number award. Uh, any guesses on this one? Was it one of mine? Yes. Maybe it was one of yours? Nope. Was it Practical Magic? It was not. Ah! Was it It Takes Two? Nope. Oh, really? Was it House Arrest? Yes. <laughs> that movie, it goes It goes to House Arrest with a box office return of $7 million against a $5 million budget. I mean, they made money. Yeah, and I don't. I doubt its, uh, its marketing budget was like too big, so maybe it made its money back. I don't know. Like, think about it. It Takes Two had stars in it. Right, uh, what practical magic magic had stars in it. There are no real stars in House Arrest. <laughs> um, Grover was a star. Character actors. That's about it. That's fair. Wallace Shawn was probably the most like decorated. Uh, yeah, and even then, he, again, he's he's a hey, it's that guy. He's not a he's not a marquee actor. That's fair. And he also didn't do much in the movie. <laughs> Inconceivable. If you're big and tall and you want to look sporty, come on down to Buckeye and ask for Shorty. <laughs> okay, and the next QQ is for most Oscar nominations. This is the movie that had the most nominations at the Oscars. I feel like it had to have been Mulan. Nope. But I feel like it had to have been Mulan. It was not. Mulan was only nominated for one Oscar, I believe, and that was for... Uh, the song? No, I think it was for best score. Mm. Didn't even it wasn't even nominated for best song. Imagine that. Really good like, song. Yeah, yeah, especially that one. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. No, there's several really the good reflection songs. Reflection could have been nominated. Same with. Uh, was art I'm, not a thing? I'll make a man out of you. Yeah. Not not nominated. No, I think it was just for score. Ooh, I mean, yay! The movie that did like earn the most nominations was also was actually not nominated for best score, even though it probably should have. <laughs> okay, so wait. Who won the most awards? No, who was nominated for the most awards? Was it Phantom of the Menace? It sure was. With three. But none of them for score. It was, it was yeah, no score, but it was mo- it was all technical awards. Mm. It was, uh, you know, visual effects, sound. I mean, it deserved. Yeah, deserved. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, even the- though we watched it and we were like, ooh, these don't hold up. Like, I mean, groundbreaking. A lot of, a lot of that stuff looks good to this day. Yeah. So, I mean, I get, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Fine. That's fine. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. Um, so normally the next award we'd have would be the most Oscar wins. Uh, the problem- none of the one. N- nope. None of them so won. It's a so wash. all of them get one. No. All of them get one point because no. they because no. they're tied. Nope. All of them get one point because nope. they're tied. Straight zero. No. Excuse me, my logic is infallible. <laughs> yep. So no Oscar win award this time. No one gets that extra point. Um. Yep. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. 
It lost all of its awards to The Matrix. <laughs> Excellent, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember The Matrix. All right. Anyway, uh, let's move on to um, some more fun ones. The most Razzie nominations. So oh, in, in Phantom of the Menace. Opposite of the Academy Awards, the Oscars, we have the Golden Raspberry Awards. These are for the worst like movies of the year. Mm-hmm. So the most nominations for the Razzies. Mm-hmm. You have a guess? Phantom of the Menace. You got it. Absolutely. <laughs> the Phantom Menace with seven nominations. Am I saying the name wrong? The Phantom Menace. Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> No. Phantom of the Megaplex. <laughs> menace of the Phantom. Menace of don't be a menace to the Phantom. <laughs> While you're drinking your juice in the hood. I'm drinking my spicy beer at our table. <laughs> While you're drinking your blue milk in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. On a shirt now. You have sev- seven nominations for the Phantom Menace for like, I, it's like, I, I don't think it was nominated for worst picture, but it was nominated for several worsts. Hmm. A lot of worsts. Do I give that a worst on screen uh, couple? I believe it was nominated for mm. for Anakin and Padme. Well, wait, were they supposed to be a couple in that first one? Like the Razzies tend to nominate just funny stuff for uh, that, for that category. It. You know, they didn't. Little did they know the couple was coming. Like, remember Kevin Costner won for him and his toupee? <laughs> I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. Anyway, uh, the next a negative. That's a negative one. All right. Yeah. Well, so they get a negative there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, should be not shouldn't be a surprise here, but the most Razzie wins. Who's it go to? Same. Yep. Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. I will say I was a little worried about um, it going to Practical Magic because no, I know- Practical Magic was nom- nominated. The only movies nominated for Razzies of our list were The Phantom Menace and Jingle All the Way. You did have worse movies. Jingle All the Way uh, was nominated for, I think, Worst Director. Uh, anyway, yep. So The Phantom Menace won, a, won one single Razzie for mm-hmm. Worst Supporting Actor, which went to Ahmed Best, oh, who played yeah. Jar Jar Binks. We talked about that. Yep. So. Sad. It's like, hey, man, Ahmed, like, Jar Jar sucks. Ahmed just did his job. He, he Jar Jar did, was the hero. He did exactly what was asked of him to do. It's like he played a goober frogman. To the best of his ability. Yeah. I will say, even though we'll never talk about it, Bella Swan and Twilight, same thing. <laughs> she did what she was asked to do. Everyone in that movie was Everyone asked, in that did movie. what they asked to do. On autopilot, the whole movie. <laughs> Look, I'm here for my paycheck. <laughs> Missy called John John Binks. Missy, your humble servant. All right. So the, <laughs> the Phantom Menace's uh, quantitative warts have been equaled out. Yes, they, they have. They're now back to zero. Yeah, they are. Okay, so, um, oh, did you give a negative to House Arrest? I did. All right. Next up, I got two more quantitatives left. Okay. We we got the Best Rotten Tomato Score Award. Oh, it takes two. (laughs) Mm -mm. It's definitely it takes two. Nope. If it's not, then it has to be Mulan. It is Mulan with 86%. (laughs) I was like, if it's anyone other than Mulan, I would fight. (laughs) And I love, I love Romeo and Michelle. I think it's great, but like, Mulan has the prestige. Yeah. Mr. I'll make a man out of you. And uh, on the other side of the coin, worst Rotten Tomato score. Phantom of the Menace. No. Phantom Menace is like in the 50s. It's polarizing. Mm, Okay, I guess. Is it your movie? Nope. Jingle All the Way. Nope. Goofy movie. Nope. Danny Phantom. (laughs) What? (laughs) It takes two. No. 
two sweet young girls. With 8%. 8%? That's really bad. Yeah, we can say it. Like, between you and me, it's better than 8%. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I consider this a bit of a tragedy because I was like, you know, it's better than that. Like, it is better than that. It's not a bad. It's, it's like 22, maybe 22. But that's the thing. It's all about consensus. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of adults went and watched this movie and were just like, I, I hate this. You yeah. know, and it's like. If I was to write a review, it would be a negative review of the movie. Like, the Rotten Tomato score, there's no nuance. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of misconceptions. It's, it's not that it has a failing grade because it's it's like, no, most adults, when they go in, they're like, we don't like this. Yeah. What was Rotten Tomatoes? When did? When oh, I don't did, know. Like, what, 2007? Okay. I, I don't know. Because I was like, I was like, people didn't go and watch this movie for real, like, in yeah. real life and then go I actually thought it would have been House Arrest, but House Arrest barely beat it out with like a 10%. Mm, do I think House Arrest is better than It Takes Two? It Takes Two is better to me. Yeah, it is. It is, though. Those kids have more charisma. They thought I was you! And that is all I've got for the quantitative awards, so now we get to deliberate with our qualitative bits. I win. All right, first one up, best screenplay. Ah. <sighs> I think it, to me, it's a toss-up between Mulan or Romy and Michelle Sasko. Mm, yeah. I was looking at those two. I was like, ah. It's one of those two to me. I kind of want to go Romy and Michelle. Romy and Michelle is more witty. Like, yeah. There's more witty dialogue, but I do think the movie relies on like cutaways. I was and, going to say like it's a very visual movie. Yeah. Whereas Mulan is just stupid. solid. Yeah. Completely solid. But it also has a bunch of songs. Yeah. but Are I mean, the songs in the screenplay? You or does can, it say break for song? Or is it like the words? I think because Disney, like their musicals were written, like the songwriting was so integral to the to the making of the movie. I feel like they did it in tandem. Mm-hmm. So it's like the songwriting could be considered part of the screenplay, part of the writing. Mm. I would consider that. That's why I think I, I think I the mean, edge we can goes give, to Mulan. We can give it to Mulan. I I, Mulan I, I'm not mad at either of those. Yeah, Romeo and Michelle is an, an, you know, a worthy second choice. <laughs> right. Mr. I'll make a man out of you. And uh, flip side, worst screenplay. Phantom Menace. Agreed. Oh, I said it right. Yep, the Phantom. Like, George, seriously? He didn't think anything through. No. Uh, like, the, the Phantom Menace makes little sense when you scrutinize the writing. Yeah. That's really the worst thing. It's like we talked about it in our show. The Phantom Menace is missing. Everything. The char- like the most important part of a, a story, the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he fumbles the, the conflict because that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. No, no motivations. Dialogue is horrible. People don't talk to each other like people. People talk to each other like AIs talking to each other. I think George Lucas would be the first one to tell you he's he's not the best writer. He's an idea guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I was like, George, your, your screenplay sucks, dude. Um, He's like, I know, but nobody else would direct for me. <laughs> I'm looking at all the other movies. I was like, most of, like even the bad, the you know, the. Yeah, because like even the uh, less. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids had a, a good. Um, decent. Decent. It was totally like of all these, even the lesser movies all had like decent, solid screenplays. Yeah. You know, the fundamentals were there. Yeah. George, even Practical Magic. <laughs> even Practical Magic had fundamentals. Yeah. George Lucas just. He's horrible with the Phantom Menace. Like Sorry, everything about this. George. That's like the the worst part of the movie was like the 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 screenplay. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, the whole the whole was bad. But the whole thing was not was not good. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, the screenplay I, I, was not. I, I totally agree with you, man. 
Phantom mm-hmm. Menace negative. I'm a person and my name is Anakin. Now we get to talk some actors. Best performance. Ooh. So there's some I have I have a few ideas. I think I think we did like not very many draw like we did a lot of comedy pieces. Not so many like dramas and stuff. Not that that like is what you need to be like, oh, I'm a good actor. Right. But something that carries. What were we talking about? I think that's we were talking about um, 10 things I hate about you. When we were talking about it, like Those the act- movie itself the- is like, or like the plot itself is like, ugh, but goodness. The performances are where the it's performances at. are yeah. where it's at. I was like, you said you said Heath Ledger. I was mm-hmm. like, Julia Stiles is a great one. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's great. Excellent. Um, all those are great. Yeah. And then I also wanted to send up the characters in Rowing the Michelle. I knew you were going to say because I really thought they did. Lisa it really Kudrow, good. Maria Sorvino, great. Mm-hmm. But you know, who, you know who my MVP is? Yeah, is uh, Janine Garofalo. Absolutely, the chain smoking lady from Oh Romain my Michelle. gosh, that's Wait. my that's my best performance. Here's the thing, though: is she the best performance or she's the best character? Both. Mm. She pulls that off. She's so funny. That's fair. To me, yeah, I'm- yeah. Her performance is like because we keep saying she made the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna give it. Let's give it. Let's give it to Miss Garofalo because absolutely. <laughs> I guess I won't be seeing you at the reunion, but I'll tell everyone you said hi. Why don't you tell everyone I said to go fuck themselves for making my teen years a living hell? Oh, yeah, right. Yep, that's uh, just that energy. <laughs> Is that the only clip you got? <laughs> yeah, because she's great. Uh, She, yeah. Janine Garofalo wins it for Romy and Michelle. Yeah. All right, and uh, worst performance? Oh, there's a lot of good ones there's here. There's a lot of bad ones here. I was like... Arnold. Arnold's pretty bad. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, you know, there's some bad performances in The Phantom Menace, like real bad. Yes. I'm like, obviously, Ahmed Best won worse supporting at the Razzies, but mm-hmm. I think, I he think did. Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Is ba- and we, he, Jake Lloyd, we saw him be pretty good as a kid in Jiggle the Way, but he's horribly miscast as mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker. Absolutely. And he just like, recites his lines there's no conviction uh george D- lucas's dialogue is not great yeah and he doesn't know how to direct kids it's just thing you said quite a few times but it yeah it was very flat think of all like, we, there think- are a lot of kids we watch a lot of kids movies here right yeah and it's like compared to all the other kids movies we've seen right like it takes two uh mary kate she's a great job yeah great job um, house arrest, Gro- <laughs> Grover and his kid, you know, all those other kids, they're doing a great job. Like yeah. the, the bully, great job. Mm-hmm. Um, honey, we shrunk our kids. <laughs> honey, we shrunk ourselves. Those kids, pretty good. They're fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Jake Lloyd sucks so bad in The Phantom Menace. In The Phantom Menace. You did a fine job in the other one. Yeah. It's The Phantom Menace. It's The Phantom Menace. Mm, yeah. I mean, I was fine. Even, even like, I don't like practical magic all that much, but, uh, the kids were good in that. Yeah. The kids were fine, but I was like, you know, those actresses, they, they, they tried their hardest. Yeah. They I acted their job. hearts out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The negative's going to go ahead and go to the Phantom Menace. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. They live on the moons of Diego, I think. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> what 
Are you an he angel? He did his best, and I, he made that money. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. Are you an angel? I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> those, those lines those are, are not very far lines. away. <laughs> not far away. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and now time for the big awards. Best and worst movie. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, let's do the worst. Phantom of the Menace. Phantom Menace is bad, in my opinion. Practical Magic, on the whole, is a worst movie. No. Incorrect. I had, lo- I had more fun watching The Phantom Menace than I did Practical I Magic. I did not. <laughs> I, for one, sir, did not. The Phantom Menace is horrible on like the fundamentals, but there's cool CG stuff in there. Mm. Like that, that pod race scene? Redeems the whole movie no, when compared to the practical magic. Absolutely not. What about the the Star CG? Wars episode one, the practical magic? No, <laughs> no. Look here, sir. We had more fun talking about practical magic. One, two. It wasn't as long. Three. It made me more th- angry. And that means you engaged with it. Practical more. magic made me so mad. Okay. Well, Phantom Menace made me so mad. Literally, the only good thing about that movie, in my opinion, is the wardrobe. There's no other good thing about Phantom Menace. Not a single freaking one. (laughs) Other than people did their jobs. Hey, guys, thanks for putting your work into this art. Was not for me. Hated it. But it was for people. And I'm not going to say it's bad, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I think, to me, Practical Magic represents the worst of Hollywood because they probably had a good movie on their hands and then Warner Brothers ruined it. Hmm. And and like the the Phantom Menace is bad, but at least it's like honest bad because it's just like George Lucas's one vision, and he he tripped and fell, and he couldn't get up. He he's fallen and he can't get up. Life alert. No. But at least it was his vision. Mm-mm, because it wasn't. Uh, I remember very clearly you saying him being like, "Oh, I would like someone else to direct this," and nobody would because they wanted to put the money in his. Yeah, hands but the, he thought- took responsibility. It's his movie. Nope. Practical Magic, they took someone else's movie and just like chopped it up and added a Faith Hill song to make it cheesier and cornier. Nope. And the, the movie there, didn't know a tone to adopt. This movie had no, Phantom Menace had no tone to adopt. Excuse me? I get that. Similar. Sir, similar. And then on top of that, like at least you could follow what was happening in in Practical Magic. Whereas no, you, you absolutely, couldn't. You absolutely cannot hear like, what are we doing? Why are we on this That's planet? That's what I was asking. Wait a minute. Why are, why are we suddenly like killing these Jedi? The people know they sent the Jedi to you and they know you touched down. A ship is blown up. You think nobody's going to track this down to you? Hey, why are you following the orders of somebody who's com- clearly masked? Do you not know who this dude is? Hey, why? No, no, no. Why are you? <laughs> no. Why are you burying this man in the backyard and pretend? Why? No. Well, I mean, that's where why you did you bury. bring him back just to kill him again? Because they're stupid girls. But at least they follow logic of just not knowing how to crime. Right. These this is supposed to be a society and and governing them no no like i already don't like political things and they didn't make it interesting and that was the bulk of it and then they just added stuff in there that just like okay i guess i guess anakin is the chosen one because he's just born better like <laughs> what what is no 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 worst movie that one well, I guess it's going to go to you, dear listener. You help us decide which is the worst movie that we talked about. It's Phantom of the Menace, kids. Is it the Phantom Menace or is it Practical Magic? We will put a poll up on Twitter. It's Phantom of Instagram, the Menace. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, best movie. Less, I, I, I hope Practical that, Magic. It's not. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no, 
I was good. There weren't going to be as much uh, arguing because I think it's Mulan. Yeah, I'll give it to Mulan. Yeah, I was like, Mulan is just solid. I think, I think like a tribute. Yeah, I think it's like one of those movies like nobody's going to get upset that you put Mulan on. Well, this Mulan. (laughs) Well, 2020 Mulan's a different story. um, And, you know, I think that there would be some people who would be like, what is this Romy and Michelle thing? Like, what's going on? Yeah, Romy and Michelle. I would think, like, I would say that that's the runner up for me. Yeah, it has has flaws, but like Mulan's just. Yeah, it's completely solid. Every it just shines. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Mulan's great. Mr. I'll make a man out of you. Yeah. Did Disney taking it home again? Uh, I suppose. (laughs) This might be the last time that Disney takes home the gold. Yeah. Come on, non-Disney affiliates. We're getting older, and you know, Disney got worse. (laughs) The Disney Renaissance is over. It's over. It'll come back when when superheroes are in fashion. Yeah, the, the second Disney Renaissance in 2009 with Tangled and Frozen, right? I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about those. Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. But yeah, no, Disney Renaissance is over. So <laughs> we're, you know, if there are Disney movies, they're going to be like B, C tier. <laughs> They'll be runner-us up. Yeah. Good job, Mulan. All right. Yeah. And the last of the movie awards, this one's a bit of fun. It is the Inside Joke Award. Ah. And I had, we, there were some good ones. I think... I had one idea where it was like, this is an inside joke for you specifically because you say it all the time. But then there's another one that it's an inside joke between us because we picked it up from the movie when we watched it. Tell me about these ones. Uh, One is Mulan. (laughs) Do you know what line that is? (laughs) Shame on you. Shame on your cow. You say that very often. And that's why I was like, that's it. But that's not so much an inside joke between us because you were doing that before you even met me. I was. To the point where, um, did I tell the story on Mike about the, the time that I, I was working at a place and I had a coworker whom is of Indian descent. And that was just a thing I would say all the time. And just like, she did something and she was like, oh, my mistake, blah, blah, blah. And I was joking. And I was like, shame, dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. And she like looked at me and I was like, that wasn't a racist joke. (laughs) So I use it sparingly now. No, I don't. I still use it very often. Just not to strangers. I try not to strangers, or I just don't finish it. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your horse. (laughs) (laughs) What's the least uh, racist animal? Dishonor on your dog. (laughs) No, people love their dogs. Should have said donkey. Dishonor on your mule. (laughs) On your canary. The other one that I had pegged was uh, a certain line from Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. That, uh, okay. 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 So uh, <laughs> Lisa Kudrow in that movie, she plays Michelle, and like Romy will suggest something to her. And she'll just go, okay. <laughs> She's very agreeable. She's very agreeable. She'll do anything. Would you like to dance with me? Okay. <laughs> but only if Romy can dance too. Yeah, you do that a lot. I feel like that one is like, way more a you thing but it's, um, it, but it's i will in- definitely pair it as soon as you say it but it's an inside joke yeah. between us because it's like if i say okay in that way no one else in the room will know what i'm yeah. talking about <laughs> yeah we're gonna give it to romaine michelle because i think that that's the most true okay this is so typical of course we're like the only ones who don't look like we're going to a hoedown oh i know this town is like so unhip i can't wait till we move to la me too <laughs> Everything's going to happen for us there, Michelle, and we'll never look back. Okay. <laughs> it's just like... Okay. Okay. 
It's great. Lisa Kudrow, she's a winner. She is a winner. In our hearts. She didn't win a QQ award, but no. she is a winner in our hearts. <laughs> Janine Garofalo is just too good. Uh, but that's that. That's all of our movie awards. So you get to count them up. You get to tell us who the biggest winner and the biggest loser is. Who would you like to hear first? And what? can you already guess? Is the bigger is the biggest winner Mulan and the biggest loser uh, Star Wars? Yes. Hey, I called it. With uh, three positive uh, tallies, Mulan is our big winner. And with negative two, even though they had two positives at some point, uh, our biggest loser today is Phantom in the Menace. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Menace to the Phantom. <laughs> Don't be a menace to the Phantom. With your late lightsaber in the hood. <laughs> what? More beer. Oh, that's fun. So let's uh, move on down and let's talk about music. All right, so music of the late 90s. Let me list out the albums that we talked about. Uh, we had some some repeats, obviously. Uh, we have Arion, The Final Experiment, and Michael Jackson History, Past, Present, and Future Book 1 for 1995. Arion, Actual Fantasy, and Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Boys for 96. Dream Theater's Falling Into Infinity and Will Smith's Big Willie Style for 1997. Liquid Tension Experiment by Liquid Tension Experiment and Lauren Hill's The Miseducation of Lauren Hill for 1998. And Dream Theater, Metropolis Part 2, Dream Scenes from a Memory and Christina Aguilera's Christina Aguilera for 1999. It's pretty pretty wide selection there. Like, there's a lot of... Nah, it's just... And my, my albums are just, like, super... Obscure, all every single one of them. I was like, you give this to the layman, they'll be like, I have no idea what any of those are. Like, what what are these random book titles surrounded by musicians I actually know? Right, exactly. So it's like Jess and I, we've listened to these albums. Yes, right? we can speak with uh, a bit more um, authority. Yes, whereas the most of the layman will just vote for the more popular one. But we know that you know, for every. Uh, Lauren Hill, there is a Big Willie. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm going to vote for just the popular one. So um, are you calling me a layman? Let's see. So I have three quantitative awards um, because it is hard to tell uh, what the worst selling album is. It's probably Arion. You could guess. It's probably <laughs> Arion. Uh, Which one? The first one. Well, uh. now maybe the second one. I don't know. I, that's my guess, but mm -hmm. it's hard to verify. So... The first quantitative award is the best-selling award, the album that sold the most. I wonder if it was Michael Jackson. It was indeed Michael Jackson. <laughs> so history, past, present, and future book one with 22 million copies sold. Good job, Mike. I think it's like I, his fifth selling best album. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, I mean, it wasn't really a hard guess. <laughs> no offense to you, Lauren. Or Big Will. Lauren, Lauren was up there too. Will Smith, not even on the <laughs> best-selling list. Surprisingly. I thought it would have been a pretty good seller. Yeah, because yeah. he's popular. Yeah, but. but no, yeah. A lot of albums sold better than that. So that's that. The next one is the most Grammy nominations award. It's got to be Lauryn Hill, right? It is indeed Lauryn yeah. Hill. Yeah. She like made history. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. I was like, I know she made history. <laughs> that is the miseducation of Lauryn Hill with 11 nominations. Oof. 11. That's, I mean, deserve it. Deserve it. <laughs> deserve it. Very much deserve it. Uh, 
and the most Grammy wins. Miss Education of Lauryn yep, Hill. With five, including Album of the Year. Yeah. She, I think she was the first, the first woman. No, maybe the first woman to win Album of the Year, but definitely the first female rapper to win Yeah, uh, Album of the Year. Yeah, that is something that I do know. Like, that's, yeah. Again, well-deserved. Yeah, it was like, I, I don't think, like, there's going to be much argument in terms of, like, what the best album of this block was. <laughs> Just saying. That's because you don't want to, you don't want to end up with a, a real fight on your hands. Yeah. And it just is futile. Futile. But that is all I've got for quantitative. Not not just not a lot going on in terms of data. But uh, now we get to argue or discuss the best album art award. Because Ooh, as we art. talk about, uh, al- albums cannot be judged on the music alone. But the album artwork is easily important. So... Backstreet Boys. No, what are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> just the Backstreet Boys. That was lame. So lame. It's just like three like unstylish. I'm <laughs> into lame right now. I think for the most part, most of mine were were uh, pictures of the people. Yeah, and they weren't really inspiring. I think Michael Jackson's was really busy. No, 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 Mike, no, 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 Mike, the statue. The, the statue. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking like, that was ugly, album. This ugly statue. Yeah, like just like Will Smith was. Uh, just him standing and almost standing on a rock. Way. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Hill is her face etched into a desk. Christina is her leaning against a wall. Backstreet Boys is them leaning against a wall. So I don't really have a horse in this race. It's got to be one of mine, I think. And I think of all of my albums, my favorite album art was Metropolis Part 2, Scenes from Memory. Because That was the one that you're, with your shirt. Yeah, the, it's, the it's, a, it's a mosaic a of, of images all creating like a face. It, it helps sell the themes of the album yeah. because it's all about like how a person is built on their experiences and you know their interactions with people and what they remember i don't mind giving that past lives even i think that that's true i think that probably was the better of the album art album art because mine weren't good and i can't remember the rest of yours <laughs> yep, dream theater metropolis part two scenes from my memory yeah Metal album covers are good. Mm. <laughs> they can be good. <laughs> well, what's not good? The worst album art award. Mm. Contenders, contenders. I think it's Michael Jackson's history with the statue. I think it might be Backstreet Boys. Backstreet, Backstreet Boys is like simple. It, it, it's by the numbers. Like I'm like, it's it's just the boys. And the, and the one man. And the, the boys and the man. <laughs> Boys, boys to man. Boys, one man. <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half. Wait, that's not right. One point four men. Because I was like, Michael Jackson's history is just so off-putting. It's it's very like not plastic. It's, it's also self like aggrandizing. It's like excuse me, tell me he doesn't deserve. I it. I know it's Michael Jackson and all, but like have some <laughs> don't have some some humility, man. Um. No, not after the years he's put in. Like, no, I'm a, I'm I'm a huge deal. One, two, I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> that, that's what it felt he like. He was sick of y'all. I'm sick of y'all. I'm gonna put myself on my on my album as like a Greek god or something. He felt more like a like a a, a general. Like, 
to me, but I get it. You didn't like Call it. Call the general and save some time. No, we're past that. Never again. <laughs> um, um, the 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 only other runner-up in terms of like worst album art would probably be Arion's The Final Experiment, which was a painting or a drawing of you said Avalon. Yeah. And in Camelot, and then there there's an eyeball in the sky looking down on it. Yeah. It's very uh, fa- fantastical, like in in you know progressive rock tradition. What did actual fantasy look like? Again? It was a guy trapped in a TV. That's that one was cool. I, I thought fine. that was a cool album art. It's just like it's not pleasing to look at, but it yeah. does sell the themes of the album. So I feel like that one gets a pass from me. Here's the thing: I want to give it to Big Willie style. How come? It's fine. No, Here's the thing: it's not that it, bad. It evokes the same feelings as the one that Michael did, except he's not a statue, right? But where I think Michael at that point in his career, like, yeah. I liked Big Willie style better than Backstreet Boys, though. I think the vibe, though, man. I don't the know. He, vibe. He, he, there was like a confidence in Will Smith's Big Willie style, like. But you didn't like that confidence in Michael Jackson. Michael's not. It wasn't confidence. It was like just pure, like just hubris. Mm. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you it. Going to Michael? Sure. Oh man, Michael. No. 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 That's fine. Okay. It is going to Michael for worst album art. How about that? All I wanna say is that they don't really care about us. All right. This is two new categories. I added these today. Oh. Best lyrics. Um. Because I feel like we focus on the lyrics a lot. I know that's your kind of your thing. Yeah. For music. So I was like, well, let's let's honor good songwriting in terms of lyrics. Yeah, that's fair. I think my brain immediately went to uh reflection for a second but we know and what the, the winner is yeah Come on. it's 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 lauren hill lauren hill that was incredible 100 <laughs> yeah, percent. it's like, lauren hill yeah. well, but we, i was we, like oh yeah you know i feel like reflections did a lot lauren hill's on my list <laughs> yeah i was like if, if you're gonna give it to reflection just remember that christine also had the song um <laughs> so emotional <laughs> no uh. lauren hill like we we constantly say that woman lived an entire lifetime before she was 20 years old mm-hmm. and then she wrote an album about it yeah yeah she's like this is what it feels like to be 20 this is what it is to be 20. i think on that i don't know what your second your second new one is but best or worst song oh we didn't have that yeah i think that's something we can discuss but first i know that you if we have best lyrics there's probably a worst lyric <laughs> Mmm, Backstreet Boys. Correct. <laughs> yep. Boys will be boys. I like that you already came with answers and you're just wanting me. Like you have this. I you gave me the Scantron, but you have the like. Well, I, just, I was over just thinking there. about it. Yeah, <laughs> thinking about it. No, Backstreet Boys. Like, absolutely. Yeah, there's just it's juvenile. Oof. It's like bubblegum. It's not pleasant. It's just empty. It's mm. empty calories. The album. Yeah. And I like empty calorie music. I think it's fun. I just listened to a song called uh, Tender Ninja, and it was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like a, like a mobile game. <laughs> the sequel to Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Tender Ninja. So, so, so I, uh, I, it was a funny song. It was very, like, empty in its own sense. But Remember well, that actually, review for Christina Aguilera's album? They called her Bubble Brain? Yeah. Backstreet Boys is Bubble Brain. Yeah. Ugh. 
It had it had bad songs. I feel like because even when we were the songs that we picked, we tried to like do songs that we enjoy plus like the filler so that we can get a good and all of the songs were like not good. Nearly all of the Backstreet Boys album is filler. Yeah. Boys will be boys. Ugh. So congratulations, boys. You won worst lyrics. You worked real hard. I feel like if we're going to talk best and worst songs, it's like usually like the best songs is going to go hand in hand with best lyrics. Well, I don't think so. I, I don't know. Maybe I was also thinking track rather than song. Using track might be a better thing yeah. because then it's all encompassing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, the lyrics are cool, but like they were upped by how the melody and the music was actually. I don't think we should award a, like give an award for those things, but we could at least talk about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, worst song is Boys Will Be Boys. Like <laughs> you, you've brought it up several times. Yeah, yeah. Times. I was like, that song's horrible. It's just like everything it represents is bad. Yeah. Everything it stands for. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's yeah. like, I don't like a lot of the songs in Will Smith's albums, but like, at least he's somewhat speaking from the heart, you mm -hmm. know? Like, he's saying something. You know, even, <laughs> he's even, saying in, something. even in Men in Black when he's like selling a product. Yeah. Okay. He's selling a product. I get about yeah. the movie. I'm gonna well, okay, here's the thing though, right? Like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It is the worst song, like lyrically, but I think it had like some bop to it that was like one of the reasons well, why. Boys like, will fine. be boys? Yeah. Oh no, I remember I thought it was like dumb Euro trash when we listened to it. I'm dumb Euro trash. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not that okay, it's not that I disagree, right? Like, cause I think it was. But I do want to take a second to to list the song. That I'm sure you're gonna fight me on because you disagreed when we talked about it. But that song from the Michael Jackson album where he's walking around Moscow. Oh, I love Stranger in Moscow. <laughs> Get out. This song is great. I don't like it even a little song. bit. No. I think it's like this, we're not awarding words, right? But I was just like, oh man, the song that I remember like really disliking the most, like, it's that one. It's that one. Would I listen to it over Boys Will Be Boys? Maybe not. Uh, Stranger in Moscow is great. Mm. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I told you you're gonna fight me. You're wrong, but you're like, also not wrong. It's like best song. Like honestly, like anything from Lauryn Hill. You know, like Lost yeah. Ones was great. Yeah. To Zion was great. Yeah. Songs that we didn't even talk about were yeah. great as well. Yeah. So, um, take your pick. Yeah, I would say Lauryn Hill had some of the definitely the best tracks. Like she, it was it was awarded eleven for a reason. Speaking of uh, like bad lyrics. Like I, I, I think honestly, a lot of Will Smith's lyrics are corny and dumb. Yeah, even the movie, like he's like he's, so, he's doing songs about Men in Black, right? You know, mm -hmm. Galaxy Defender. <laughs> Something that we didn't talk about when we recorded that episode about Will Smith was that we have been like trying to come up with oh yeah like theme songs for his movies where he didn't write one himself. Right. You know? Like I was like, let's take classic soul like standard like soul jams, mm -hmm. right? You know, or R and B classics. Mm -hmm. And change the chorus to match his <laughs> movies, you know, like. And we've been doing it. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, pursuit of happiness. <laughs> we did do that one. Or, uh, what, the, well. the movie he just came with King Richard, right? Yeah. King Richard. King Richard. He's King, King Richard. Richard. <laughs> Congratulations, uh. by the way, Will. Oh yeah! Congratulations on your win, dude. You did it. You won the. He, he won. He he won his Oscar. You won your Oscar. You did a good job. We didn't see the movie, but we are proud of you, bro. Uh, we're not so proud of you for doing that other thing you did that night. We're but also not proud of Chris for doing that thing. Doing that did. thing either. Correct. <laughs> Everyone looked bad, but yeah, you know, 
Good job, Will. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's a Grammy getter. He's a Grammy getter. What? I don't know. It's not a Grammy. It's an Oscar. Dang it. Should we move on to the next uh, categories? Here? Oh, sure. All right. Uh, oh, the two big ones. Yeah. Best and worst album. Best album. Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Education <laughs> Lauren Hill. We already talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Lauren Hill is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. If you have not listened to it yet, we highly recommend listening to it from start to finish. This is one of those albums that you should just listen to. Yeah. Honestly, kids, I know we saw some of you in public and you're like, oh, I haven't listened to the album. You got to commute. I know you're driving somewhere, kids of age. Listen to the album. Just do it. High recommend. High. Matter of fact, uh, you're grounded from listening to any more episodes of the podcast until you listen to that album. I will know. I will know if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to the album. <laughs> uh, worst album. This one's hard. <laughs> it's not Backstreet Boys? Yeah, it, it's close. It, Backstreet Boys is up there. So, I, I guess. I almost want to give it to Christina. No, no. Christina's better. She, than. I mean, like, she had good songs, but there were also a lot of not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just but saying, I mean, that's, like, like, if I was, sca- you know, measuring them, I'm like, Backstreet Boys, Boys is, is worse. worse than Christina. My only other thing is, like, maybe Big Willie style, but I think you're going to fight me on that. What if I said Liquid Tension Experiment? No. Come on. We, that, that, that beat. Oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> it was going to beat Lauryn Hill. No, it did not. <laughs> no, but that, that album's great. Like, it's fun. Listen, it's a fun listen. It's unlike anything else. I was like, listen, they wrote that thing in a week and it turned out better than pretty much all of Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I'm okay with giving it to Backstreet Boys. I think that's fair. I think we've been uh, dunking on Backstreet Boys a lot, but it was their first album. It they was. were all very talented young men. I'm just saying if we had reviewed Backstreet's Back, we may have different opinions, but we did. Th- <laughs> this album is not good. That's true. What if I said... I just am seeing a lot of marks on mine and like not enough on yours. What if we said? Because mine is just like. What if we said? I was under the radar. Metropolis. No, Metropolis part, part two is great. <laughs> what if we said actual fantasy? All that, of, I mean, I didn't like that album. But so. Still, I'm just saying all of that. Actually, no. I The first Arion I didn't like at all. The first Arion is corny and dumb, but it's super <laughs> imaginative and the music's great. Like it's good music, good singing. Like, technically all good. Back to your boys is just, like we said, it's empty. Fine. Whatever. Back to your boys. Big losers. Whatever. Big Only loser because style. I'm not going to fight you like I did at the end of the last segment. And uh, last but not least, the Inside Joke Award. I, w- I think it has to be Will Smith. Yeah, just because we have been. <laughs> just like thinking of a songs to make for him. That's about it. Like everything else. All, all the... Ev- even the good albums on here or the bad ones. Like, we don't really have jokes to come from any of them. Yeah. It's mostly just Will Smith and us trying to come up with new theme songs for movies, you know? like Yeah. Uh, se- Do we have one for Seven Pounds? Was he in that? We did have one, but I can't remember what it was. Because I've never seen it. I just know it's about, spoilers, him giving his, like, brain or his heart to someone. He dies in a bathtub of jellyfish. Jellyfish. We tried to think of one for Hitch the other night. Oh, we did. That didn't go well. Um, <laughs> I was like, just take Shaft. Hitch. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, it's like, I am legend. Oh, yeah. 
I think we had some for them. We yeah, just didn't we just write get, them yeah, down. Exactly. We just kept going like, ah. Oh, wait. Oh. I mean, I am legend. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, staying alive. <laughs> oh, we had one for that. We, we had staying alive. What was that? I don't remember. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't stay alive. We should write these down. Nah, that's what makes them jokes. Oh, kids, I definitely would like uh, you to hit us up on <laughs> Twitter <laughs> or something to let us know what you think uh, Will Smith movie song should be. It's like, what movies are we missing? Oh, we were, ah, 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 Gemini, Gemini, oh, Gemini, Gemini man. man. Gemini That's what man. it was. Ah, 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 Gemini man. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one. I just have to think about the titles of his movies. That's why I was like, oh, what was it? You can tell by the way I walk that I'm cloning man. <laughs> And some My clones over there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So, but best Will Smith. He's been a punching bag today. But <laughs> we're gonna give him the Inside Joke Award. Absolutely. You, you put that on the shelf right next to your Oscar. <laughs> and the restraining order. <laughs> wow, you're gonna get hit. <laughs> it's the MIBs. Uh, come the MIBs. But that's it for, for, for music. Who's, yeah. the, who's the biggest loser? Well. Was it Chris Rock? Wow. No, it was Brian, Howie, AJ, Brian, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Who's the blonde? Nick. Nick. It was the boys. Backstreet Boys. Are losers? No, I mean, you just, you're the biggest losers here. You're not losers, guys. Boys will be Boys. <laughs> I just couldn't think of a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bastard Boys, biggest losers. Biggest winner. I wonder who our biggest winner was. It's Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Lauren I wonder if Hill. Lauren Hill's ever met the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like, would they have run in the same circles? I mean, they came out in the same year. I guess they were about the same age, but I mean, I doubt it. No, I don't think they met. <laughs> she was about Kevin's age. I think that it's like, it's interesting because, like, when you think like, oh, all famous people know each other. Like, they don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't. So it's just kind of like, They oh, attended a VMAs, VMAs together at some point, I assume, right? They were in the same room at some point. They were yeah. on the same continent at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that for music. So, of course, we get to move on to the TV. Yeah. All right. So the uh, 10 movies... Or the 10 TV shows that we talked about for the show include Little Bear and Pride and Prejudice for 1995, Hey Arnold and Roroni Kenshin for 1996, Recess and Pokemon for 1997, The Wild Thornberries and Cowboy Bebop for 98, and Rocket Power and the Tribe for 99. Yeah, Tribe. <laughs> A lot of Biggest Nickelodeon. Winner. Nickelodeon in there. I think, did I almost every year I had a Nickelodeon show? Yeah, every every year but Pokemon. Yeah. Nickelode so, yeah. You became a Nickel Nickelodeon middle grader. Nickelodeon child. <laughs> child of the Nick. All right. So um, I only have two quantitative awards for this one. Equally difficult to find like ratings, numbers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I've got Emmys. Emmys. It's Little Bear. So the most Emmy nominations award. A little bit. It's not Little Bear. A little bit. I don't. 
little I don't think Little Bear was nominated for any Emmys ever. I feel like it was they're, they're pretty scarce in terms of Emmys, by the way. Like no, not many of these shows were nominated for Emmys. Cowboy Bebop? No. I mean, it's not American. So. Yeah, I know. But Cowboy Bebop may have won Emmys if it Pride was, and Prejudice? It was Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Yeah, with four. It earned four Emmy nominations. Okay. I mean, good job. I yeah. did I didn't expect that. Yep. So I mean, not that it's not good and well deserve it. Just surprising. Oh, you take delight in vexing me. You have no compassion on my poor nerves. So you want to take a stab on who won the most Emmys? Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice with one. (laughs) They won for Outstanding Costume Design for a Miniseries or Special. Oh. So good job, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice is good. It is good. It's one of of the few shows that we've watched to completion. Yeah. I was going to say, like, legit, if you listen to that Pride and Prejudice episode and you're like, I don't want to watch that. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You should go watch it. It's it's incredible. Watch it with a friend. It's it's a very good series. It really is. And it's like six hours in total. Yeah. Just I recommend. It. It's great. Yeah. Oh, you take delight in vexing me. You have no compassion on my poor nerves. Anyway, moving on to our qualitative awards. Yeah. So the first one's fun. Best theme song. Not Rocket Power. No. I the don't tribe. <laughs> no. <laughs> the way your no. face just contorted right now. I think tell me tell me why it wasn't the tribe. That the that song. <laughs> it's one it's a bad song on its own, but also it's so tonally inconsistent with the show. I think it's great. It's my ringtone for you now, just so you know. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> I don't want that. I th- honestly the best the best theme song is Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it that. Incredible. I was going to say, oh, Recess isn't it? And then I looked down and was like, oh, yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. It's like, do you know all the words to the Pokemon theme song? I need to be the very best that no one ever could. To capture you is what I want. To win is that's my cause. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> is it close? Yeah. Anyway, good job. We're going <laughs> to give the award for best theme song to Pokemon. I just realized Cowboy Bebop is on this list. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just, incorrect. Okay, we'll, Hold we'll, on. Yeah, we'll go back. No, I, I kind of wanted you to keep that in there. That'll be fun. Oh yeah, so we're going to go back. <laughs> we're going to go back in time, Wow, we? I just wonder how many like kids are listening to this and be like, what? What? Yeah, I just overlooked it. You're right. I was, <laughs> I, like, I was like, yeah, it's fine. Look down. Wait a minute! Incorrect. Yeah, I, I th- you're right. I <laughs> totally slipped our minds. That's our bad. <laughs> no, it's it's Tank by the Seatbelts for Cowboy People. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh man, how embarrassing! <laughs> I can you. Imagine? I hope somebody gets fired for that blunder. <laughs> When you're editing, could you, while the Pokemon theme is playing, insert a record scratch record and be scratch. like, hey, hold on. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, just. just <laughs> Absolutely. Pokemon theme song is great. It's real good. It's a second. I won't say close, but it is a second. Yeah, yeah. The, the Cowboy Bebop theme song is just like on another level. Yeah. And then third, very close to that is The Tribe. 
No. <laughs> On that note, can we talk worst theme song? Because I think it's The Tribe. <laughs> no! Don't you remember Maroni Kenshin's No, I remember song? it. I The same problem as the one for The Tribe. It's, it's totally inconsistent with the show. But mm. that song is more listenable than The Tribe's theme song. You know? Listen to the future. <laughs> something, something. Tell me, what do you see? Oh, it's horrible. Like, it was like I don't want to, you know, throw too much shade on the on the girl singing. You know, I'm sure she did her best, but yeah, it's, it's not good. The, the The song is just unpleasant to listen to. What about the wild thornberries, though? What about Rocket Power? Yeah, what about Little Bear? Little Bear's theme song is nice. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, very it's a nice little. It's a nice little song. No, it's to me. It's either the tribe or if hey you Arnold. Wanna, that one's good too. <laughs> it's either the tribe. I, I Roni Kenshin's is not good. I mm-hmm. agree with you, but I feel like the tribe is just objectively worse. It's a, it's a worse song. I'm gonna give it to you only because I know that I like like it because of nostalgia. Um. And that's that's the reason, right? Like, I know, like, I love it. I think it's great. But I do know that that's all nostalgia. I do know it, when it started playing the first time when we re, when we were watching the first episode, I was like, oh, oh, because I remembered it word for word. So like that initially it was like, mm, I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. So the worst theme song goes to the dream must stay alive from the tribe. <laughs> Listen to that crap. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) with that garbage out of the way, uh, let's talk more awards. The next one I have is Best Pilot. So the best first episode, because a lot of these we only watched one episode of, you know, so it's like. I think the criteria is like, you know, quality in terms of an episode, but also like, does it do a good job of establishing the show? Is it consistent with the rest of the show? I think Cowboy Bebop, uh, I would give it to that again, because I think like we talked about and the intention, right, was to have every episode feel like a movie, like an encapsulated thing. It's a great pilot. It's an app. It's a wonderful pilot. I'm like, hey, uh, or. Pride and Prejudice had a good pilot. I thought I had a strong first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Even Roroni Kenshin had a good strong episode. Like first episode. Yeah. I thought it it told a pretty good story. Everything in it. Yeah. But yeah, Cowboy Bebop is incredible. Is by far. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the million Wulong reward we got for that last guy? The repair bill for that cruiser you wrecked, and the one from that shop you trashed, and the medical bill from the cop you injured. Kill the dough. So, good job, Cowboy Bebop. You won again. You did. Worst pilot. Why is it the tribe? <laughs> I was going to say Hey Arnold. No, come on. That first episode of Hey Arnold's great. But where they go downtown shoes. as fruit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, not my mic. Like, the, the the Eugene part is worse than the, the downtown as fruits segment. But that downtown and fruit mm, segment's great. I really dislike the Wild Thornberries, though. Wild Thornberries had a pretty weak pilot. But I was going to say, <laughs> no. The tribe's first episode is horrible, like on almost every level, <laughs> minus imagination, because, you know, it has a good imagination. You kept telling me the show gets better. It gets better. It gets better. It was like it started horribly. <laughs> OK, those kid actors are terrible. It has like droning bad music the entire time. 
it's just paced so strangely. It, like 20 characters are introduced in the first episode. But in the first episode, no one's as annoying as Eliza Thornberry. Not even uh Not in the Trudy first episode. Or what's her face? Chloe. And she's not she's not annoying in the first episode. So there's that. But, you know, likewise, they don't have a Nigel to carry them. <laughs> I think it's the tribe. Fine. I'll give it to even the tribe. The, even if you don't want it, you can like that's if you want to argue that the tribe isn't the worst show. I might concede, but I've seen the first episode of The Tribe, and I know it's the worst. <laughs> okay. Fine. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to leave them. But there was nothing I could do. Trudy, there was nothing anybody could do. Come on. We better go. The rooster's moving in. All right, so The Tribe wins worst pilot. Here we go. Best performance. Chloe from the tribe. Do you really want to do that? No. <laughs> There's some good ones. The voice of Spike. Uh, the voice of Jet. The voices. All of them. Yeah, Steve Blum from uh, from Cowboy Bebop does a great job. Um, Darcy. What's that's his mine. Name? That is yeah, yours? That's Colin my, Firth? Colin Firth as Darcy from Pride Prejudice. That's my personal best performance because he is Darcy. Colin Firth <laughs> is Mr. Darcy. <laughs> only pride and prejudice you've ever seen I know. and you've never read the books i know but when i hear mr darcy's name i think <laughs> colin Firth. and i was thinking that before i'd even seen the show i mean uh, fair i you know mm, i think it did have probably we're talking about we, we saw the whole thing we did how much is uh, is he in the first ep- okay yeah i want to he I says get- the line she's agreeable at best <laughs> I will give it to it because it's not like that's incorrect. I just think it, was, it made me think of the moment like kids, you didn't hear this because we finished watching it after we recorded the first or after we recorded the podcast and somewhere in episode two, you were like, oh, here's the moment. <laughs> like you were like, I see it now. The hole he's dug from himself that he now has to find his way out now that he realizes he likes this girl. Yep. <laughs> and that was think, the moment I, you I connected. You, I think that was in the first episode. Was it? Yeah. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Could have been. And you're like, yes. And I'm, yeah, he did it. He did an excellent job. So, he, he bodied that role. Colin Firth, you win the best performance. She is tolerable, I suppose. But she's not handsome enough to tempt me. She is not agreeable to tempt. She is not handsome enough to tempt me. <laughs> She's agreeable at best, but not handsome enough to tempt me. It's good stuff. <sighs> it's good stuff. Other side of the coin, worst performance. And why is it Chloe? <laughs> I, it, I I don't think Chloe was the worst performance in that show that we watched. You think at least. it was Trudy? Trudy. <laughs> I was so upset and sad because I had to leave them. I'm so sad. <laughs> Who was better, Trudy or Anakin? <laughs> <laughs> Trudy's worse than Anakin. <laughs> Because, like, even Trudy was, like, trying to, like, put on an accent and it wasn't fitting. Okay. Um, But here's one more to consider for worst performance. The actress, the voice actress who played the female lead in Roni Kenshin from the bad dub that we watched. The Sony dub? The Sony. (laughs) Are you the legendary slasher? That was really not good. Like, she ruined the whole episode for me. And Trudy didn't ruin the episode for this episode because she literally only had like two lines scenes. in the first two scenes. Yeah, yeah. I want to give it. I want to give it to that voice actress. No offense, because I know that you've been in other things and you have done fine. That was just not it for me. 
I, I I'm with you. So the female voice actress who plays the main, like the female main, main character in Roroni Kenshin from the Sony dub specifically. So are you really the legendary slasher? I've heard stories that you killed three people at once. It's not good. It's not good. Now that makes me think though, <laughs> best script, <laughs> best screenplay for the TV. It's too much. It's too much. All right. The two big ones, mm-hmm. best and worst show. Which one do you want to do first? I feel like I know what you're going to push for for worst. And I'll raise you Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon is better than the tribe. <laughs> I will hear nothing different. <laughs> Excuse me. I can play. The tribe them. is agreeable at best, <laughs> but it's not handsome enough to tempt me. <laughs> that can't be our inside joke from this. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm like, I have not seen the rest of the tribe, so I can't, I don't know if it got better. Mm-hmm. And you, based entirely on your experience, did it get better? Yes. Did now, you not believe that? I, I don't yes. know. No, it did get better. I think it like absolutely got better. Most shows do when they're given time to like grow. You know, they've caught an audience. And even if it's a small audience, they're going to roll with that. But I will say that I think that if I'm being honest, I I don't like love Hey Arnold. <laughs> no, Hey Arnold's great. No, like, I think that like the first couple of seasons are great. But then it just like drag because that's one of those shows we watch together. Yeah, all the way it through. goes on a long time. But like we also just watched it all the way through. I feel like if you space out Hey Arnold and like watch, you know, like try not to jam them all in like we did. Uh, I it, it, it will be fine. Like I'm like, Hey Arnold, like it dips in quality a little bit, but like. It's never that bad, you know? Mm. I would say, like, so if you're saying the tribe, like, it starts low, right? And yeah. let's say it eventually rises and gets better and better, right? Yeah. I would, I would probably say that Little Bear probably stays the exact same throughout the entire series, yeah. which is, like, subpar. I'm like, Little Bear was not that bad when we watched it. It was very cozy, but also yeah. it's, like, it's it's for babies. Yeah, I, I would give it to Little Bear as well, because even though, like, I think that if we watched the tribe together... It, you would see that it gets better, but you wouldn't like knowing who you are. You you wouldn't enjoy it regardless, right? Right. Uh, just for a lot of reasons. Um, but I'm sure we. But Little Bear would be as frustrating as that first episode was every single time. Yeah, and I think like the thing with the tribe is like it's so such an innovative idea, especially yeah. for the time. It's so interesting, and the like. Yeah, the acting is bad. The shooting is bad. That all that gets better. The idea, the core idea behind it is so like Praise genuinely Lord. interesting yeah. that I don't think that I would like to call it the worst show, you know? I agree with you. I, I think honestly, Little Bear is probably the worst show overall, you know, because it's for babies. Yeah. And babies are the worst overall. That's not to say the Little Bear isn't all <laughs> like it, it doesn't have its good stuff in it. You mm-hmm. know, like the art's good. The cozy feels good. But yeah, no, Little Bear, I think is the worst show. Yeah. Oh, look. We're all found. Next time, I think maybe I want to hide too. But right now, I have to look for something else. Oh, uh, you do? My lunch. Goodbye. I've already given points to the best show. Is it Cowboy Bebop? Yes. Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. Bowboy Kebop. Mm, man on horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cowboy Bebop is incredible. That's just like with. Like Lauren Hill, right? We're like, hey, go listen to it. It's like, you should just watch all of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Like, just just do it. Yeah. I think there'll probably be episodes that, like, you don't feel the best. Like, you're like, not, like, feel the best, but you're like, eh, that was fine. That was what. But it's 26 episodes. Something like that, yeah. At half an hour each. Go. Yeah. Go and it's forth like, and do. The, there are points in Cowboy Bebop that I don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like when they go deep into 
Spike's background. Yeah, stuff like that. But at the same time, it's it's a monster of the week show. So the next episode is just going to be better. Yeah. You know, or it has a chance of being a really excellent episode that you will enjoy. Yeah. There's always something to connect with. There's always something there to connect with. So yeah, I think the best show is Cowboy Bebop. Absolutely. You don't think it is. It is. It absolutely is. Of these shows that we watched, best show. Yeah. What happened to the million Wulong reward we got for that last guy? The repair bill for that cruiser you wrecked. And the one from that shop you trashed. And the medical bill from the cop you injured. Kill the dough! And last award, the Inside Joke Award. Is it the one we were just making? It's, no, I I know what it is. You quoted it before we recorded, and I said, keep that in mind. And you quoted it again as we've been recording. What was it? Not my bike. <laughs> I do say that so often. You we said don't it, even have a bike. You said it like, when were we driving? On Sunday? Oh, yeah, we were pulling into our neighborhood and there was like a motorcycle parked and not that we got close to it, but like it was really windy and it like tipped and it was like, not my bike. She says it all the time. I say it all the time. Whenever we think of bikes for Eugene, not my bike. I really do. Guys, not my bike. When are you going to get me a bike so that I can actually say it? No, 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 please. No, not my bike. No. No, no, please. No, please. Not, my Excellent. <laughs> not my bike. That's the one. It's the one. Good job, Arnold. You got one on the board. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one, though. Well, that's that. That's all we got for our TVs. So all right. Who's the biggest winner? Is it Cowboy Bebop? It's actually a tie. Oh, what? Yeah. Huh. I know, right? Between Cowboy Bebop and Pride and Prejudice. Because Pride and Prejudice had one two Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So we that that's a that's a good two. Yeah, Top those are also two. the two that we said watch, guys. Those are good. Those are good. Those are good. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, Cowboy Bebop and Pride and Prejudice. And the biggest loser is Rocket Power. Get out of here! We didn't even talk about that. No, it's the tribe, isn't it? <laughs> it's the tribe. <laughs> it's the tribe. Hey, <laughs> I was gonna say like the. Pride and Prejudice is the most quantitative, and Cowboy Bebop is the most qualitative. This is very true. But yeah, good. those are good, and The Tribe is not so good. Hey, <laughs> The Tribe Episode 1 is not so good. The Tribe Episode 1 through 4 is not so good. But it gets better! This vague promise. <laughs> oh, but that's that. That's the QQ Awards. Thank you ay, for listening. Ay, ay. So what were, what were our big... Just to recap, what was the, the biggest winners and losers from all the categories? Biggest winner of... Movies was doo -doo 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 -doo, Mulan. Good, good. Biggest loser, <laughs> Phantom. <laughs> Phantom Menace. <laughs> Music, biggest winner, doo -doo 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 -doo, Lauren Hill. Biggest loser, doo -doo 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 -doo. Backstreet Boys. Are you going to commit to this? Yes. It's only one more. And as we said in um, just four seconds ago, for TV, biggest winner, doo -doo 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 -doo, a tie between Pride and Prejudice and Cowboy Bebop. Whereas the biggest loser, doo -doo 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 -doo, Rocket Power. The tribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah all, all of the biggest winners are like things that we highly recommend. Highly like, recommend. Like essentials. You should go yeah. and seek them out. Yeah, essentials for late 90s media. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That was fun. That was fun. 
So uh, that is the end of our show, I suppose. Are we uh-huh. going gonna to close out with some plugs? Yeah. Um, Where can we be found? You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Media Made Show, where we will be posting the polls for uh, the things that you got to help. I think there's just one poll this time, right? And that was the, the worst yeah. movie. Yeah. It's just yeah. So one. you can help us decide worst movie. Uh, is it Practical Magic or is it The Phantom Menace? Yes. You can vote on our platforms. Yeah. And you can also comment with uh, songs that should be Will Smith movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just just pick a movie that Will Smith was in and then the, type the lyrics. The classic soul song that should be used, like appropriated for its theme song. <laughs> Um, yep, so you can follow us there. Uh, personally, you can find me on Twitter at RodTheMaster. Uh, I write for a video game website called ZeldaDungeon.net, where we write all about The Legend of Zelda, and I host a YouTube show about professional wrestling called Keep Kayfabe. So, if you like wrestling, check that out. Um, you can find me on YouTube at TamingTales.net. It's just Taming Tales. Taming Tales on YouTube. Um, I may actually have something posted in the month of May. So look forward to that, maybe. It's going to be May. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. And uh, do we have a closing song? We don't. But well, maybe we do. But we have an announcement before we have a closing song. Oh, we do have an announcement. You're right. <laughs> so uh, we started this podcast. In- we're not pregnant. We're not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> we're also not getting a divorce. Uh, also true. Um, so we started this podcast in late 2020. Mm-hmm. just before 2021 uh, at that time we were both working from home we had a lot of time on our hands and uh, that's how we were able to crank episodes out pretty consistently uh we have yeah. since pretty much gone back to work yes uh things have been you know we've been spread thin <laughs> let's put it that way like melted butter on a bagel not to mention like as we get further along in the years we tend to have more opinions on these movies you know it's not just like oh we're watching the Bernstein Bears show yeah. because and I saw have, like three episodes once. And we have nothing to say about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't it, know like, if you've noticed, kids, our episodes are broaching four hours. Yeah, our episodes are getting longer. It's it, That's a lot of time to put in. It, these take a lot of research. With the movies, obviously we have to watch the movies. Um, and and if we, you're listening to four hours, we had to edit more than four hours. I had to listen to the show at least twice. <laughs> yeah. So with all of that said, we are going to take the foot off the the gas a little bit for media made and uh, we're going to adjust our release schedule. So mm-hmm. how we've been doing is we've been releasing three episodes a month. First yep. three Thursdays of every month, you got an episode that's going to be adjusted. Uh, essentially we're going to become a once a month podcast. So you can expect an episode of media made the first Thursday of every month. Yeah. Um, so we'll continue the, like the order that we've been doing it. Movies, a movie episode, a music episode, a TV episode, Year by year, we'll, do, we'll just keep going on, you know. Uh, but you're going to be getting an episode once a month now. Yeah. So in a quarter, we will finish a year. Exactly. Once a quarter, we <laughs> we finish a year off. That's <laughs> it, you know. So that seems about right. Yeah. Totally fine. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you for your continued support. Um, you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> it's, we it's love you just as much as we did at the very beginning. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Mommy and daddy just don't love each other anymore. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no! We should have given that movie awards. So, that, I guess that's it. So, we, uh, one, we need a closing song. Tribe. 
we, we, I don't want to do the tribe. We got to think of something else. It's like, I'm like, let, let's one of the songs from Cowboy Bebop that we didn't play. Do you have one in mind? Oh, no. Because you just asked me right now what we should play. Mm, but like, there were plenty of songs on there that we didn't play in our, our podcast, in, in the episode. So let's choose one. Do you want me to go and look for the titles of the songs? Or do uh, you have something else? No, I mean, it's, do you want to actually like close out with the the ending, like the credits theme to Cowboy Bebop? Because we didn't close out with that one. For oh the yeah, episode. yeah, because we closed out with the cats, cats, cat power, or whatever. I like it, cat steps. So, yeah, let's close out with that. So we're gonna close out with the closing song to Cowboy Bebop, the credits theme, which is pretty good. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all next time with our movies of two thousand. Oh my gosh, Y two K, the world's ending. Night, kids. The real fabulous hardened Bye.